Hi, my name is Micah Norgard, a yoga and meditation teacher in the Washington, D.C. area, and this is Sacred Exchange, a podcast that tells the stories of those that have set out to heal themselves in different modalities. Each guest will focus on what set them on their path to healing and the why and how of that practice. From yoga to the healing arts, this is a sacred exchange of methods and tools to heal. Welcome back, everyone, to the Sacred Exchange, where today I am joined by a fellow student, fellow teacher, and so much more, which I will let this guest introduce um, in a little bit. But we're joined by Nia, a fellow yogi, a fellow yoga teacher, Wiccan, and just amazing energy to be around. So we're going to talk a little bit about the womb healing. And before we even get started, everyone has a womb, even men. That's what we talked about even before we started. So that is what we're going to talk about, but so much more. Nia, introduce yourself. Yes. Greetings, Micah, and greetings to um, all of the listeners. My name is Nia Renee Imani, and um, as you expressed, Micah, I am a yoga teacher. Um, I'm certified at the 200-hour level, and I am in progress uh, of a 300-hour certification. I am also a doula. Um, My emphasis as a doula is birth and postpartum. Um, I kind of deal with full spectrum, so that would also include women who experience loss, um, such as voluntary terminated or involuntary uh, terminated pregnancies. And I am a chef out here in the U.S. Virgin Islands. Um, My uh, background as a chef is uh, a raw vegan chef. So I specifically uh, work with um, living foods. And um, originally born in Washington, D.C., and I'm currently living in the Caribbean. Wow, that's amazing. And for our listeners, what's the spelling of that other uh, specialty of yours? Um, I have a hard time pronouncing it myself. So um, spelling for myself. Okay. So I like to say that I'm a raw food doula. Totally. Um, But doula specifically is a practice, you know, in which, um, you know, uh, women who are with child or post-birth or lost are supported by um, birth workers, birth supporters. Um, um, or postpartum support, and that's spelled D O U L A, doula. And so, how has this doula, um, does this play into the the womb healing? Yes. Um, it's so interesting because I know that I can share with you, I began my journey um, as becoming a doula um, between uh, 2017 
2016 and 2017. And that was my segue into becoming a yoga instructor as well. So, um, yeah, uh, in about 2017, I decided to uh, uh, study abroad in um, Costa Rica, Manzanillo, um, and to gain a certification as a birth doula with the birth well. And um, coming back from my abroad studies, I was just so, like, changed where I had already had the vision that I wanted to become a yoga instructor. But then my focus was, like, more, oh, I want to be, you know, uh, a yoga instructor that specifically teaches prenatal yoga. Like, you couldn't tell me anything. I, like, I didn't want to teach regular folks. I just wanted to focus on women. <laughs> women and uh, their homes. Um, so the more I started to explore yoga as a student, I realized that, wow, you know, I'm not a pregnant woman, but wow, my womb feels like it's being healed through the practice in which I am, you know, engaging in and, and studying. And and the fascination just became more deeper and deeper um, as I began uh, my my studies as a yoga instructor um, at Embrace Yoga DC Studio. And... You know, with that, I started to see the um, the dance between these two different healing modalities, which was, you know, being a doula, being a yogi, and even incorporating uh, my um, area of expertise and practice as a, a raw a raw vegan person. And I just started to see the ways in which the the the, the trio were were really healing, you know, on deep levels, at least beginning with the sacral the sacral chakra in my womb, you know. So because that's where I met you and I met you in this process when we were both attending the YTT at, at Embrace Yoga. And I just saw you as this just source of divine motherly information. Um, and I didn't, because at the time, I didn't know that you were doula. And now this just completes so many full circles why I would feel this type of energy as, you know, as you know, I'm very receptive to the energies. And um, now this just makes total complete sense. Like, yeah. you know, the, know your story. And so where did, where did you first realize that womb healing was a part of like your dharma, right? Your purpose. Like this is what, yes. this is what brought you joy in life and and then bring it into the now. Yes, yes, yes. So it's interesting that you said um, my purpose because, you know, um, well, Nia 
in Swahili means purpose, um, which is, you know, why the name resonated with me so much. Um, I first began, my dharma happened, I would say, right, you know, months into um, my studies as a, a graduate student at Howard University. So I would say I began graduate school in about 20, 2015, and I would say within three months of uh, my um, MA program, I had um, gotten pregnant. And the pregnancy was, you know, for me, it was unknown until um, the time that I started to experience all the symptoms at once. So, um, to fast forward, the, the pregnancy was, you know, um, an involuntary terminated pregnancy because uh, it was something similar to a miscarriage, but it wasn't. It was considered ectopic. From there, I just remember going home and wanting to know, how do I heal my womb? So, I just woke up, like, the next day. Um, you know, fresh from that experience, and Google herbs that heals the womb. And then from there, things just began, began you know, um, evolving and unfolding and remembering, uh, sort of say, uh, remembering what I came here to do as a, a spiritual being, having a human experience. So um, I... Uh, Went into the program of studying um, both birth and postpartum. I enrolled as a yoga instructor uh, instructor with the intention to teach prenatal um, yoga. But so far, it's just been <laughs> it's been um, pretty flexible. I haven't uh, taught too many prenatal um, yoga uh, students, but it's been it's been a good you know diversity kind of thing and um where that leads me at now it just leaves me at this whole transform super power natural healer where it's like everything must be you know about you know healing sexual energy and not just the feminine energy but the masculine essence, not just the masculine and the feminine essence, but the both seen and unseen energies, you know? So I would say, I guess the androgynous energies, you know, that has just been my, I guess, my intention through through progressing through my own healing. Um, and I really really landed at, um, because when I began this journey earlier, I was a vegetarian. And um, hmm, I realized that certain things within that diet didn't work for me. And then I transitioned to a vegan. And that was very briefly. I didn't like veganism. So then, you know, with this, you know, um, desire to really heal, like, at a highly disciplined level, I just decided, you know what, 
I had a, an experience with raw foods in um, Washington, D.C., um, at a, a, a raw food restaurant um, that is still operating. I'm not sure what its name is, um, but I had an experience, and I was just so changed, and I just wanted to consume, like, life force energy because I was working with life force energy, you know? And somehow, in a way, influenced the women um, that I work with as a doula, but influenced the um, energies that I work with as a yoga instructor um, to, you know, increase vitality and to heal on all levels, specifically sexual energy. All I can think about is where does one sign up? <laughs> where does one find uh, where does one sign up to explore this with you? Um, so you, yeah. <laughs> um, you told me a little bit and you, let's tell the listeners a little bit more of like, because I feel like you, a lot of us that, and the whole, the point of the show, of, the whole point of the show of sacred exchange is almost to share these heroes journeys um, through that, that the hero's journey, the, the diving into oneself, into one's own womb, and then just kind of like saying, nope, I'm going to go explore this myself. I'm going to find what heals me, discover it, test it, prove it, and then offer yeah. that back out. And that's just, I, I love when that just, it always seems to be the underlining thread of the show. And that was not the original intention, which is supposed to be stories, but it's beautiful how the stories just always come to be um so thank you for sharing that part of your story and so all this all these tools all these wonderful and beautiful tools what are they doing now like what are they how are they making you this person and this person who you this beautiful human who you are today yeah so i i really as a as a chef um uh, working with raw foods, I like to say that, you know, with yoga, I focus on, you know, explaining to uh, the folks that I'm dealing with from that area um, with um, making them aware of the certain foods that heals, not necessarily only on a cellular level, but chakra energy, you know? So, it's allowing me to fine tune my chakras, you know, anytime when I'm navigating through the world and, you know, something or an experience just throws it completely off, you know, um, I return to um, this level of awareness that, oh, I know the chakra energies, you know, as a, as a teacher of yoga. Um, and this is how I apply it, you know, in the raw foods realm. You know, and then bring in the two, the combination of, you know, raw foods as a health and wellness healing mechanism and yoga. Um, well, how can I, you know, enhance, you know, my awareness around, you know, uh, 
healing womb, healing that um, that that mother energy, but also um, uh, encouraging uh, the mamas that I deal with um, as a doula, uh, the ways in which they could, you know, practice the tools that I suggest, you know, and and and, and also discerning. Uh, and, 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 and seeking out for themselves, you know, what works best for them by simply listening to the universe because we're always being given information, you know, it's just a matter of application and assessment, you know? So, um, yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't, I, I'm, I'm, I'm more of a student than a teacher, but when I do step in a, a place of teaching, you know, I like to humble myself because I realize that there's a lot that I can gain from, you know, um, practical experience. Um, and there's never enough that I know because the universe is vast. You know, we don't know how big the universe is, but we know that we're existing within it, you know, and the universe exists within us. So it's just like a self-exploration, you know, teaching and also being a student which would bring me back to that humble warrior you know that I like to apply in my life you know which is yoga so it, it all dances with each other yeah mm-hmm. yeah sorry so about I, that if you heard me <laughs> no so I actually have two questions for you that you know you dropped so many beautiful pieces there and you can always elaborate elaborate on any of those but the the mother energy that you're talking about that you you say that is the healing the mother energy can you i have two questions about that you know what is this mother energy that you speak of and then i'll follow up with the second question yeah so you know it's interesting that you say that because you know i was um uh, well, I was reasoning with my, my father, um, about two days ago, you know, and I realized that he has a lot of feminine energy, which is synonymous with the mother energy, right? And I was thinking to myself, like, wow, I think I had the, the connection. What that means for me, and, and how I've been experiencing and, and, and discerning it is just high levels of sensitivity, you know, that, you know, n- not necessarily that, you know, um, protector, warrior, although that that can cross over to mother energy, but just this high level of nurturing energy but sensitivity intuition being very really highly intuitive you know and so that is what i piece you know as the mother energy you know the masculine energy is a bit more assertive you know it is you know it's like a um it's like a um a shield almost to say you know so that whatever, you know, is, is supposed to come through that shield doesn't penetrate the sensitive energy, right. you know? Right. So I, 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 really, I really had this revelation with my father and saying, wow, man, 
he's a sensitive man. <laughs> and, um, you know, he has more feminine energy than maybe he is aware of, you know? So, um, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. And so, so that's what I thought it was as well. So that just confirms my, my second question. And as being a fellow uh, self-exploration nerd, I guess, as like I would possibly coin it, uh, at least for myself as I identify as I love going deep, unraveling and finding out myself. And in the first episode of this, we actually talked about the energies and... It's very unique that I actually identify with more of that mother energy uh, when it like with the with the body, the physical body, it's it's masculine. And I identify as that and identify with the traits. But when it comes to my energy and the way that it dances inside of me, it's definitely much more of that mother energy. Um, And that's where I find my connection to nature through the divinity and the connection to Mother Earth. So my second question to you is um, to go all the way back to the very, very first thing that we kind of talked about and that we, I laughed about, but I laughed because I laughed because it's kind of true. When you said everyone has a womb, even men, is this the energy that both heals both men and women? Um, and I'm still learning this. So you know, it may not all piece together very well. I'm still a student of life. So I would say that what I, what I do believe about the womb energy is that, you know, there is a, there is a yin and a yang, right? But there has to be a, a, another, like a collective consciousness or a collective energy um, that facilitates, you know, uh, uh, the yin and, and yang energy, you know. And hmm, the womb healing energy does have a vital role in, in, in healing on all levels, you know. Because, you know, when that energy is, is in harmony, uh, when it is um, balanced or um, neutral, you know, um, there's a lot of um, awareness that is, you know, in heightened, you know. And I think, especially in the times that we're living in now, in the age of COVID-19, we must push to see ourselves as um, more conscious-driven, more seeking high levels of self-awareness, you know, to navigate and to really raise the vibration of the world, you know, um, so that that the earth plane vibration doesn't get stuck, you know, if we're going to apply it to the chakra systems, stuck in the imbalanced lower chakra system levels, you know, that we, and, and to think of earth as a wound herself, you know, because 
or itself because, um, you know, nature itself, which is comprised of, you know, which is the reality of all of the earth, you know, um, is, is, is highly, you know, it has a high level of feminine energy, you know, but it also has that masculine energy when it needs to, you know, be that, you know. So I would, I would say that the womb healing on a self level, you know, increases, you know, the consciousness or the um, vibration of the collective energy. You get what I mean? I get what you mean. And I'm so happy that you explained it in such that poetic and sacred tongue of yourself. Um, thank you so much. Yeah, I'm still getting there. <laughs> uh, um, I, I think as yoga teachers or just people of that self-exploration, we know that there's always growth in there. We always have to keep on going. Progress is progress. Progress never stops, right? But yeah. You explained that beautiful. So thank you so much, Nia. That was absolutely we'll amazing. Thanks. So can yeah. you can you give an example of a time someone might need other energy? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, um, it's so interesting that you say that because a little prissy cat just walked towards me and started like purring and crying or speaking. Um, you know, we just have to really, you know, assess, you know, the best way of overstanding when that energy is necessary is just by, um, being, uh, uh, a, um, uh, observer, you know, like just assessing the situation, um, and especially in the practice of yoga, I'm thinking about, um, the times when I provided, you know, hands-on assist, you know, were the times where I felt like, wow, you know, the energy from this chakra, you know, uh, of my student really needs some attention. I was, um, uh, right when I moved here, I, I got a, a yoga uh, teaching uh, job at a studio that is no longer open um, due to renovations and um COVID-19 um but I remember within my few classes there providing hands-on assist to a woman and um one of the techniques were to um just place my hand on the back of her heart uh on, on her back you know between her shoulder blades you know and and the other one was um it was a real intimate hands-on assist, but the other one was on her chest, you know, and I told her, okay, let's take a deep breath in together, and we did so, you know. And after that class, you know, she approached me and she said, thank you, you know, and another student had asked, you know, are you okay? And she said, yeah, I'm just going through a broken heart, you know. So it's, and, and I wouldn't have known, and because um, I don't know her personally, but I wouldn't have known that she was going through a broken heart situation, um, whatever caused that. Um, but I knew that just from observing her, that um, her heart chakra um, needed some attention, you know. And um, 
and I provide what I was able to at that time. Yeah. That's such an amazing story. Thank you for sharing that story of, you know, like a real time that you were able to see that someone needed that type of energy. That's, that's beautiful. <laughs> uh, yeah. you, you had me captivated there for a minute. I almost lost my, I was just like, wait, where do I go now? Um, <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> um, so how could an everyday listener, whether whatever they identify on the spectrum of um, gender or orientation or anything, um, how can someone that feels that they might have a, a wound of the, their womb, you know, how can they identify it? And what's something that they can do to help take them on well, the healing process? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, we want to we wanna make sure that we leave it open where it's though, because all experiences aren't the same. You know, everyone, um, you know, haven't walked the same path and, 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 and the journeys vary, you know. In fact, I know so, you know. Um, so in my practice, you know, and I don't know where I got this from, it could have been, um, through my, um, experience through 200 hour program or just healing, you know, in general, um, with like therapy. Sometimes those are like divine intervention sometimes where they just all everything comes in and everything just collides and they're like hey here you go this is going to help you heal and it's going to help someone else heal yes you know when we when we ourselves as you know healers as you know um students of life you know um open up to you know, like healing itself, you know, things does become more um, revealed, you know, through a, a seen or felt experiences and, and unseen experiences. But the best, the best strategy that I have in, in, in what I do for myself, you know, is I sit with the energy after practice. So after a meditation practice, you know, self-guided kundalini practice um, or self-guided um, asana practice uh, with hatha yoga, I um, like to sit with what has been stirred up, you know. I would say from two to five minutes, you know, and... And whatever comes up, then I know that, okay, well, this is in my vessel. You know, this is in my, my, my temple. You know, now they say that the heart is connected to, the heart chakra is connected to the sacral chakra. That's how I've been um, studying it, and that's how I've embraced it, you know. So whatever comes up, then I know that it's been in my heart, you know. And if it's in my heart, then it is directly rooted in my womb, my sacral energy, my sacral chakra. So just that, that, that helps with bringing high levels of self-awareness of what needs to be done. You know, so once we receive ourselves, you know, as 
human beings, you know, then I feel like we could move forward progressively with allowing the universe to provide, you know, to provide, you know, the tools that works best for us. You know, I, I like to, you know, as a, as a raw vegan, um, lover, you know, and as a raw vegan, um, uh, Buddhist, you know, I like to say that, look, you don't have to be a hundred percent on this path like I am, right? You know, because your body may not be designed for it, you know, you know, but it would be very, um, beneficial to consume what you're able to, you know, at least, you know, 20%, you know, 30%. For some people, I have you like, look, 80% because you're almost there or you're already there. <laughs> I don't know why you're not pushing yourself, you know, a little bit further or, you know, you, they may just have high levels of toxicity within them. So it's just highly suggested to go a bit further in that. So, you know, it's, it's all about just being in tune with yourself. And, um, the way that I do that is just really sitting with my energy. And it, it, it is what it is. It's uncomfortable sometimes. It's pleasant sometimes. But once I feel it, I'm like, okay, this gotta go. I'm uncomfortable, you know, or, you know, wow, this feels great. You know, how can I further enhance this level of bliss? You know, cause everything is in that. Yeah, that's absolutely amazing. Three to five minutes just sitting with it and whatever comes up, no matter what, even if it's uncomfortable, just let it process. Just let it be. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much yeah. for sharing, you know, just this, this tiny, tiny little bit of what makes you so amazing to be around and in presence and just to have a part of my life and a part of the show and with that being said before we go how can the listeners get to know you a little bit more um so listeners um who are interested in um working with me as uh, a doula um or who are aware that you know with that would come the yogi perspective and the raw food perspective can um check me out on instagram uh which is my only means of of of, of communicating <laughs> um um and that is my handle uh on instagram is live l i v e underscore vibrations v i b r a p i o n s you can just reach out to me for uh, a private consultation if you're interested in um, doing some level of healing work with me as a duo or a yogi um, that's fine awesome again thank you so much Nia and as, as always we'll include all that information in the show notes below so that you can reach out to Nia and get to know this beautiful being a little bit more Nia is there a salutation uh, a way that you would like to end this sacred exchange. Yes. I'd like to say give thanks to the Most High, Zah Rastafari.
Yeah, thanks, Michael. <laughs> Blessed be. Awesome. Thank you so much. And again, until next time. Thanks for listening to the Sacred Exchange podcast. Make sure you leave a review in comments below. And if you are inspired and felt the call to share a part of your healing story, use the email in the description and reach out. Until next time, keep unraveling, keep learning, and remember your breath, your energy, and divinity.